0: Hello everyone, welcome back to the Sea Profit Podcast. Today we are going to be talking about the theme of this week, the most important event coming this week, that is none other than the International Women's Day. The International Women's Day falls on the 8th of March of this year and the theme of this year's International Women's Day is Let's Break the bias." By us, I actually have two people. I have two people who are women. I have Miss Deepa, and I have, of course, our very own CK Vanita, who happens to be an advisor with over 20 years of experience in the finance industry. She belongs to C Profit Wealth. And I'm, well, you know who I am. I'm your very own host, Adush from Deep Pockets Technologies Private Limited. And Deepa happens to be a part of Deep Pockets as well.
1: Hi, Adush.
0: So I would like to ask, yes Deepa, it was very nice of you to introduce yourself. I was about to ask you, but now I'm going to go ahead and ask Manita to say hi to the listeners. Hi. So today, not today exactly, but rather on the 8th of March, we'll be celebrating the International Women's Day. So we'd like to provide your wishes to all of our listeners today.
1: Yes, a very happy Women's Day to all our uh, good listeners there. So, we welcome you to the show. Very
2: happy International Women's Day and uh, let's hope to just have a very wealthy year ahead.
0: That's exactly right. We are going to hope to have a very healthy year ahead. But before that...
2: Healthy and wealthy.
0: Healthy and wealthy, yes. (laughs) (laughs) This year's theme is let's break the bias. As you already know, women are told that they cannot do certain things, especially as opposed to men. Men are known to be more wiser or better at managing money or they're known to drive cars. They're known to drive vehicles. They're known to do everything. But yet people think that women cannot do that. So isn't that a very flawed question? Because women can do anything, to be honest, because Miss panita here herself is a financial advisor. She's more financially literate compared to most people, particularly me, as well as even Deepa here. Yes.
2: See sky is the limit, if you want to achieve something nobody is going to stop us.
0: So the one thing that most women are told that they cannot do is manage their finances. So today we have put together this episode to talk about the importance of financial planning and women and how women can approach this. As you already know all of us have the intellect to achieve financial planning. All we need to do is plan rightly and move forward in the best way you possibly can. So today I'm going to go ahead and let me you that we actually don't have one host in this episode. We actually have two hosts. We have me, Adarsh, and we have Deepa who will also be posing questions to our very own advisor. So what we are going to do now is I'm going to go ahead and ask the first question. But yes, the most important question that i like to ask is how financial planning differs for women. We might be human beings, But at the end of the day, all of us have our own goals and we are different in many ways. And that explains why financial planning is different for women.
1: Um, Here I go with my second question ma'am. So what exactly is this break? What way you feel that breaks that women take from their career is going to impact their finance?
2: Yeah, exactly Deepa. The thing is, Uh, the break means it's a certain period uh, wherein they are not going to get any kind of income. Right? See just the regular income and the investments because of that gets hampered because of the breaks as there is no income. So uh, I told you even earlier the special situations in their life makes them take such kind of breaks it disrupts again the regular income and actually just as it's a long term wealth creation goes very mandatory because of the limited work life. Right, So uh, it was very inevitable for the women to understand the kind of investments that are available and again the importance and the nitty gritties in those investments and also the taxation that is there. And actually just beyond all those things I would love to add up one thing. Women always outlive men. As such actually they should know much better without depending on men as to how they could plan their finances better. Right. So because we talk about uh, a literacy level, when you talk about financial literacy, say like uh, I have to just uh, take up this example because there is a research which says 62% of the Indian women, right, uh, uh, which can probably translate to close to just uh, 400 to 420 uh, millions. So they either don't have a bank account or they have very limited access to the banking services. As women tend to outlive men, it was very inevitable for them to just know on the financial independence, right? So just uh, one is because of the break or with the special situations in their life. Other one is because of their longevity, right? So just it goes very, very mandatory.
0: That matters quite a lot when you think about it. I think the longevity that women have in terms of life expectancy often makes it much difficult for them because they have to start a lot earlier compared to an average man so that they have enough money when they reach this point of retirement. What are the basic factors women should consider when it comes to financial planning and management? There are so many factors one must consider if I'm not wrong.
2: Right. Again, just let me go back to a a recent analysis or a survey. I would say 33% of of the women in India probably invest their money confidently. Compared to 64% of the men, that means we are are women are not even uh, 50% of the confident men who just invest actively, right? So that means, uh, how does the confidence come? I normally say like when you have the knowledge, confidence comes, right? When you lack in the confidence, you lack in the uh, confidence as well as in your investment. A quantum or whatever it is. So as such when it comes here. What are the factors that they need to consider? They need to seriously think of the break. And they need to plan their life much better. They should be focusing on building a contingency reserve. Because the moment they start living independently. That is financially. The moment they go financially independent. Again right. They will find it difficult to just restrict their wants or limits. So as such, actually they love to focus on building a contingency reserve and again actually just as they will outlive, they will have to just plan better for the retirement as well. Because retirement is a goal for which you can definitely not borrow loans.
0: The key takeaway from that was for a woman to build a contingency reserve that matters a lot. All of us have to build a contingency reserve, but maybe the one that a woman must have should be slightly more compared to an average man, given the fact that a woman will be taking a lot of breaks during the course of her career it could be in the form of maternity leave or it could be anything in general.
1: So as uh, you said there are a lot of breaks in a woman's career and uh, when she leaves that career she is a homemaker. So I would uh, like your views on uh, what, how can a homemaker make a financial planning so well is there any special advice for homemakers ma'am
2: yeah definitely why not because uh, uh, actually just go back to the demonetization period that actually uh, when uh, that is uh, many of the households they started checking out the provision boxes first because the That's homemakers majorly just depend on the provision boxes so just that means the money never grows so just whether we want or not inflation is going to grow so, if you just ideally put your money in the provision box, it's, it's going to hamper your growth. So, that means you are holding on to the growth of your money. That is, I would say, when you work for your money, your money should also work for you. Right? So, it has to be a deal among both us as well as money. When it comes to homemakers, they are the ones who manage the budget of many houses. So, when it comes to finances, I could see many people shying away from that. They just load entirely on the mails. So, one is what I would say is they know the kind of cash surplus that they have in hand, Right? And again, actually just some of the homemakers, they also just tend to invest heavily in gold. Either they hold it, hold it in cash or they hold on to gold. So, here we talk about asset allocation where we will have to just allocate the assets based on the kind of goals, financial goals that we have. Can't we invest... For a six months uh, financial goal and a 20 year goal in the same fix a deposit or a recurring deposit because yeah. it's offering the same return the basic mistake that's being done by a homemaker is they tend to invest the surplus and of course right most of them they save somewhere only thing is they i want them to just understand and invest because if they get to know the financial goals and the time period they know uh, they will get to know as to where to park for their 6 month short term goal, where to park for a 10 or 15 year long term goal or for for the medium term goal. So the key feature here is, homemakers should also just start getting into budgeting the family finances, not only the expenses, because budget budget is often if it is planned only on expenses and not on the income.
0: There are many working women in this day and age, especially as opposed to 10 years ago, if I'm not wrong. And in this world, as you already know, there are many asset classes that are good enough for regular investments. It's not always preferred or suggested for one to invest a lot of money into stocks every month. But instead, it is suggested for them to invest money into mutual funds which offer more diversification and long-term growth. So how can a working woman benefit from mutual funds exactly? Yeah, the
2: thing is that the it's a it's a very nice question because A Mutual fund is an option which uh, just gives ample of sub-options to you, right? Because working women who gets very limited time but is uh, bundled with uh, multiple goals should really just start working on the risk profile, the investment horizon or the financial goals. They will have to just define their goals and then accordingly they need to just uh, plan or they could tailor make, they could just meet an advisor to plan their complete finances when you talk about mutual fund that is a vehicle which gives you multiple choices it's like a uh, you're traveling in a train and every bogey is something which carries a different set of investors who are wanting to travel in different different uh, to different different destinations so we should know as to just what exactly we are planning to that is as female especially the working women should uh, should end up saving at least 20% of their investment especially in mutual fund kind of vehicles, which throws diversification, liquidity, and also just transparency. Right? See just yeah, in general if you say like start with the SIP or a systematic investment plan which acts like an alternative a recurring deposit for the long term goals. If you say just invest rupees 5000 and if you put a percentage they may or may not understand. Whereas when you say 5000 rupees invested, right, after 20 years Uh, could translate to 50 lakhs even at a moderate uh, return on investment of rupees of 12 percent right so just your investment amount could be 12 lakhs whereas the wealth that one has created down the line in 20 years why it took 20 years in the sense easily everybody ends up spending the 20 to 30 years in work life it's like a 50-50 challenge life is all about 50-50 challenge 50 years you work the balance fifty years you depend on the money that you have created in the work life, right? Even in case somebody just uh, invest one is just very minuscule, like uh, rupees five thousand over twenty years. that is a cost as well, lakhs, whereas the wealth that one could uh, one would have created even with a with a moderate rate of twelve percent is fifty lakhs, which is humongous, right? So uh, as a working woman, you uh, uh, you may hardly just get time. With a limited time, you could automate your investments. And once they retire, they could again automate their withdrawals.
0: So what we have learned from all of this is that mutual funds can be very beneficial for a woman, especially a working woman, because when you are working, it's important for you to save a good amount of money. And mutual funds might actually offer you a level of diversification that might benefit you in the long term because it offers so much as we just heard from Ms. Panita herself
1: women yes they find more challenges in this, many other things but a single mother because of the situation That's maybe she yeah. is so how how when well she can uh, you know do few things with whatever working income what she has got she has to do everything uh, when the men is not there in the family so as a single mother so How can a single mother be benefited from financial planning ma'am?
2: Yeah, so uh, one is actually
1: just uh, a single parent obviously
2: should just plan their finances more prudently because both management and earning lies in their hands, right and they being a breadwinner should just work on multiple things, should work on basically three pillars that is one is a cash pillar that is a contingency reserve, how to build a contingency reserve if in case of any emergencies, and uh, emergencies could come in any way, right? It can come through a medical emergency, or it can also just come through a loss of job, or probably the health is not good for a shorter period, or it can be for anything. So, one is a cash pillow, and the other one is a protection pillar. Being a single parent, and obviously, just it goes inevitable for them to just work on the protection plans like a term insurance plan, which could give them a ample cover with a limited premium. And also they should plan on the income protection, that is, and uh, that is uh, income protection is nothing but like if they just take up a health insurance policy, right. In case of any emergencies, uh, of course, the health insurance policy could take care of the hospitalization scan. And again, they should also work on the long-term wealth creation, right, because they need to just plan for the escalating costs with the higher inflation that provides in the market. So, the biggest goal for them is just going to fund for the kids' education or probably just managing their funds. And uh, obviously, right, the retirement planning uh, uh, actually just goes very, very prudent when it comes to single parent as they can't completely live at the mercy of the children. Right, so just uh, that's where I say just the single parent should be uh, managing the money as well as earning the money. So, uh, their role goes very crucial. And they are the first one to just, they should be the first one to just meet up a financial advisor to plan their finances much
0: better. That matters quite a lot because single mothers are growing more in number. Or I would say they've always been, uh, there have always been a lot of single mothers on this planet, but very few of them actually step up to do this. And the ones that do it have obviously benefited from financial planning. So I'd urge all the single mothers and parents in general to step up and provide for your children through financial planning. It makes it much easier for you. It also gives you an opportunity to live your life easily without having to sweat every day of your life because life is very difficult as you already know. Especially this women's day, create a resolution for yourself and make sure that you start planning your finances with the help of an advisor at Profit. One of the most popular asset classes in the country aside from mutual funds or stocks or anything in general is gold. A woman is addicted to gold more than anything else because it's a very precious form of metal. It's a very precious form of metal. It's an age old form of metal that most people have found some form of attachment towards. So why do you think a women should continue investing in gold, but in the mutual fund way? Or is that even possible? Because gold is something that you invest in today and probably invest in again tomorrow, but it's not something that you can invest in regularly or can you?
2: You can very well. One has actually just as you rightly observed. Uh, women gets very closely associated with this yellow metal. They catch up this yellow metal fever a lot. Because uh, one is uh, physical gold carries obviously a kind of risk. Because you need to store it. Right. That's the biggest concern. Because of the size or because of the kind of value it carries. Whatever you just buy it you will end up just putting lot of efforts in uh, storing them. Right. When you invest in a physical gold you just end up just going and buying uh, probably just a uh, 1 gram. So, let us assume the 1 gram comes to 4,500 or 5,000 kind. Instead, if you want to just invest only 1,000 rupees, you could still do it in mutual funds. Right? You call it as a gold fund, which invariably goes and invest in gold exchange-traded fund. The gold exchange-traded fund is nothing but a form of holding out the gold in the electronic way. Rather than buying 1 gram of gold physically, you end up buying 1 unit of exchange-traded fund. That's it, kind. So, just if you are sure of just buying one unit, you could buy as a exchange traded fund. You need to have a demand account for that. Instead, if you want to just buy only in fractions, in the sense, you uh, you want to just invest only 1000, you want to invest only 500, you can just go invest in the gold mutual fund. And again, you could systematically invest as well. Because nowadays, you have a scheme with this, the uh, jewellery uh, shops, right? They give it only for 11 months or something because of the RBA guideline. So, instead, if you want to just create uh, you want to just automate your savings. I want to invest every month a sum of two thousand, five thousand, uh, or fifty thousand, a lakh, or whatever it is. You could invest and uh, you could automate the thing. First month you could give the, uh, you could transfer the money, and month on month you can set the date. The specified sum of money will be taken away from your bank account. You need not restrict yourself to eleven months. You can go on and on for ten years or twenty years, or even you can make a perpetual society.
1: Okay. Uh, how can a woman best tackle emergencies?
2: Yeah, because in general, uh, it goes uncommon, be it for men or women. So based on the kind of career you are into, we'll suggest three to nine months or even it can go for several months also. It depends on the profile. Uh, so this profile of the person will suggest the emergency expenses. Whatever the person is spending per annum, we will ask them to just quantify it and then we will just put it in the monthly monthly form. And uh, based on the career and the requirement, we will set aside 3 to 9 months uh, uh, nine months of their average household monthly expenses into an emergency fund. Again, there can be bifurcation. We will suggest them to just invest partly in the savings bank and partly in liquid fund arbitrage funds. Depending on the kind of tax bracket they are into. And depending on the kind of sum that comes to, we will advise them multiple baskets. So we will advise them to just put it for emergencies. At the same time, even when you park the money aside for emergencies, still the chunk that you create should be tax efficient. At the same time, it should also be diversifying a kind of risk. If you put it only in SB, the risk doesn't get into a different kitty. That's what I mean.
0: That matters a lot. Women have to have an emergency reserve. I think the common theme throughout this episode is for women to plan their emergencies in advance. Of course, you'll never know when something happens. And that's the reason why we call it a contingency reserve more than anything else. And that's a wonderful way to tackle emergencies in general. But I have one question and this will be the final question of the episode. No matter what happens, I'm sure all of us will go home thinking that a woman cannot do what a man can do. We'll always sense that a woman has a sense of weakness that a man doesn't have. So is there any particular weakness that you see in a woman? And how do you wish to resolve that weakness? Or how do you think one can approach to resolve that weakness for a women in terms of financial planning?
2: Precisely because I spoke about this. I said just 33% of the women, 33% of the investing women or invest with confidence. When you compare with 64% of the men, that means only just of the women, when they invest, they invest with confidence. Alright. The commonality is this one. The women tend to give away their portfolio management to men only. That is the main commonality. They don't want to manage on their own. So, women are the best uh, finance managers. But when it comes to just managing the finance of the portfolio, they give the task to the men. That is one commonality. Again, actually, just as they said even earlier, maybe if you look at the life expectancy, Uh, of men vis-a-vis women in India. Uh, That is, men, uh, the average life expectancy as on 2020 uh, was in the range of around uh, 67.5 and uh, uh, close to 70 for uh, female. That means they outlive. Right? So, just as they outlive, uh, they shouldn't go very conservative in their investment approach. Right? So, they can just invest. uh, Maybe they can bifurcate their financial goals. They can name the goal. And they can quantify. We used to say that a goal is not a goal unless and until it is quantified and the goals are pretty smart. So, as such, actually, you specify the thing and then uh, women could just plan it much better, or you will give more leeway for the advisor to plan if you just budget and if you come to us uh, with a kind of clarity.
1: I have a question. I know. I <laughs> said it was funny. This was my personal questions. And I want to ask you this. So why is that? Why do you feel that a woman hesitate handling finance? So that's my personal question too. So many people don't come forward to just take that uh, responsibility of I can do it. I will do it. So always I see that, you know, uh, let uh, him do it. He knows more about it. Uh, whereas though you know about it, you, the women don't come forward to do it. So why is that hesitance? Why, why is that women can't do it?
2: Now definitely it's a question every women should ask themselves. Because today we are at par with many men. But still when it comes to finance, we go very hesitant. That can probably for, uh, uh, that can probably with multiple reasons. One is even when it just uh, comes to the bank accounts, uh, most of the women, right, They don't make it operative, they just, uh, uh, they always write, most of the women, they don't have the bank accounts, they feel it is the men's job, right, so just that mindset, so we have to blame the mindset of the women, which says like, I cannot do this, whereas today just, if you look at Adhazar, I have to sincerely just congratulate um, uh, or just uh, uh, Madhabi Puri, who just took over as the chairman, of sebi so uh, today actually this uh, is females like Madhabi. This is even just it's uh, such a big uh, regulatory authority body. So just it's uh, there is no gender bias. So today the world recognizes the quality and uh, they treat both men and women equally. So it is a uh, it is the women who holds themselves. So one is actually just the knowledge they will have to just. Um, uh, try to learn more and more on the financial, uh, maybe on the, uh, they will have to take up a, a financial literacy as a major task for the year. They will have to work on that and then they will have to understand the power of compounding and also just, they should equally get involved. Even when you do the financial planning, they say the uh, couple should come. Men alone should not just come to plan their finances, a couple should come. So, uh, why are they going as it is? And probably just, uh, they, They are scared of the paperwork, they feel it is a men's job. So this tendency or the mindset should change. Otherwise, we could equally rock as uh, many of the females today, they are in the very, very topmost places. They are the top notches, be it the regulatory or be it any bank, right? So just when we congratulate such kind of females, uh, the other women should just take up the bonus rating. We can also do it. When we decide to do, sky is the limit, we'll rock. So as you, that's said, visa, that is as you
0: said, and I think Deepa would definitely agree with me when I say that all of this is purely psychological. It's t- psychological, stereotypical, it's based on our past experiences. And the past experiences cloud our judgment. It makes it seem like we actually cannot do it. Although we are equally as equipped because all of us have the same kind of hands and legs and we all have a brain. If I'm not wrong, we have a functioning brain, which is very well capable of handling finances. As a matter of fact, we've heard so many incidents of women stepping up to plan their finances. So when one woman can do it, you definitely can step up and do it as well. Again, I'm not trying to tell that what one woman can do can be done by another as well that's not exactly how it works. We are two different human beings. But at the same time, I'm sure all of us can attempt to do it because if many men on this planet can do it, then why not you? Why why don't you step up? Well, to know more, the best thing that you can do is approach us at C Profit Wealth. All you have to do is type the numbers 080-4124-5021 or 80 4124 Of course, you can also visit our website, which is www.cprofitwell.com, but that's enough of that we are getting very close to the International Women's Day and this whole episode was centered around breaking the bias showing people that women can after all plan their finances just like men and I'm pretty confident that you heard from Miss Manita herself who herself is a woman, by the way, I'm not sure how many people get that, but she is a woman herself and she can plan her finances and has been doing so for over two decades of her life. And she shall continue doing so for the foreseeable future. I urge all of you. And yes, Manita has something that she wants to share.
2: Yeah, one thing actually just, uh, uh, I get reminded, uh, reminded of this word When you just educate a man, you educate a man. When you educate a woman, you educate a nation. And actually just, I also would like to just congratulate you, Adish, for Having floated a contest for those women who just served the nation during the crisis period. That was a very, very brilliant initiative. I appreciate you for having taken up the task and I would urge everyone to just, everyone who has served the nation during the critical hour, to nominate themselves. That's a brilliant task. I sincerely just appreciate uh, the kind of efforts that were just put in uh, to bring this kind of uh, novel.
0: That's right. All you have to do is click the link in the description to nominate your favorite female hero so that we can acknowledge them and honor them in the best way we possibly can for the effort that they've put in during the coronavirus pandemic or even before that, because at the end of the day, we've been doing great things for a long time. So it's time for us to nominate them. It was an initiative that we floated along with Miss Deepa herself. It's something that we're working very hard on. So please go ahead and do that for us so that we can acknowledge each and every one of them. I think the
2: self nomination is also allowed. Yes, Yes. self nominations
0: are also allowed. So if you happen to have done something great, if you happen to have done something great in the past year, so feel free to nominate yourself so that we can acknowledge you as well. I'm going to go ahead and I'd like to wish all of you a happy women's day. And I hope all of you sit down, strap yourself and break the bias break the grass ceiling and make it seem or not make it seem, but rather make it believe that you can after all plan your finances without the assistance of a man. What do you think Deepa? And please wish our listeners a happy women's day as well, because they'd like to hear from you.
1: Yes, a very happy women's day to all those wonderful women's hearing. And I would really tell you all that we all can do it. Okay. Don't have a mindset that you cannot Everybody can do it. Okay, as a woman, you're sure to do it. That's what I believe in, and I would suggest you please come forward. Don't think that only men can do it, you are also capable. So just break that bias of thinking even that you can't. Okay, yes, thank you so much.
2: Yeah, just uh, hi, Shiroz. Wish you a very happy International Women's Day and arise awake and stop not. Till all your financial goals are reached. Thank you so much for listening
0: to us. Thank you very much for listening to us. This has been the International Women's Day edition of the Sea Profit Podcast. Stay tuned for the upcoming episode. But for now, goodbye. Bye all.